When we express gratitude and kindness to ourselves and others, we build compassion and self-compassion. This will lift your mood and make life more enjoyable. Welcome to this impactful 10 episode of Your Better Mental Wellbeing. It's all about gratitude and kindness to take you forward and improve your resilience. Listen on for some great tips to get you started on this journey. Hi, I'm Soren Truman, a software engineer and neuroscience researcher for Boots Online Doctor. Today, I'd like to talk to you about my background, my relationship with gratitude, and how gratitude can instantly lift your mood and well-being. Gratitude as a concept was first really introduced to me in my early 20s when I started studying Buddhism. In total, I spent five years studying Buddhism in my spare time, and I really enjoy that using simple techniques... It reframes your relationships not just with other people, but with all of the good and bad you may experience in your life. In Buddhism, compassion, kindness, and gratitude are a close-knit triad of human traits that are sometimes undervalued by modern Western society. But I found that they are useful tools, especially when you are struggling to cope or not feeling your best. Shortly after moving to England, at the age of 25, I was diagnosed with a pituitary microadenoma which is basically a small growth on my pituitary gland. Thankfully, it wasn't cancer, but it still does affect my testosterone levels and my energy levels, and over time I developed chronic fatigue syndrome. With my chronic fatigue syndrome, my fatigue got so bad that for many years I could be bedbound for up to a month at a time. My doctors were unable to help me, as the root cause of my fatigue could not be established. So that really kickstarted my ongoing studies into CFS, post-viral fatigue disorders, neuroscience, and endocrine disorders. Over the last 12 years, I estimate that around a third of my time I spent in bed. It was pretty severe. The most severe episode was being bed-bound for about a month. As you can imagine, it was an extremely difficult time for me, both physically and emotionally. But even though I was physically disabled, I was still mentally very capable. As you can imagine, Being mentally aware, but physically unable to do anything, was incredibly frustrating for me. Seeing others around me carry on their lives as normal, and yet I was stuck in a limbo between being awake and conscious, but not actually able to do almost anything physical. I genuinely felt frustrated, and yet so incredibly sad at the same time. But it was during these peaks of emotion, I fell back on my Buddhist education a lot. It helped me cope with the reality of my situation. And the key lesson I fell back on so often during those dark times was practicing gratitude. So as I lay there in bed, I would think, okay, so I can't do the things that other people can do, but at least I'm lying here in a comfortable bed, I have a roof over my head, and I've got Netflix on my tablet. So many people don't have any of these things, and just that little thought process made me feel so much better instantly. Being thankful for the things you already have really does make you see your life from a different perspective, and it often restores a sense of calmness and clarity that you may not have had before. When I told my mom I was doing this episode about gratitude, she said, What happens if you don't have those things, a comfortable bed and Netflix on your tablet? What then? I said to her, then you simply find something you do have. Sometimes I'm thankful for just having clean water coming out of the tap. And if people don't have that, a person might feel thankful about the relationships they have in their life. If all else fails, you can be thankful for simply being alive, because even that can be so delicate and fleeting. Anyway, as you listen to me tell my story, 
I want you to think about all the amazing things that you have in your life. All the amazing things that you might be privileged to have. Hot water, a car, a nice house, or even immaterial things such as great relationships with your friends or family, a steady job, or even your health. Choose something you're grateful for and think about the joy that that thing has brought you. That joy may well have faded, but you still remember how it made you feel. And just reflect on that feeling and that sensation. Even say it out loud. I really enjoy driving my car. Or, I have such good friends that I can always count on. And if the thing you thought of brought you joy and pain, then think of them both. Gratitude can help you realize that, okay, that thing wasn't great, but I'm thankful for what I've learned from that. Gratitude has its roots in kindness, and kindness isn't always easy, especially if you're busy or stressed. I like to think of gratitude and kindness are like a muscle. They sometimes need a little workout. One technique to practice kindness is, next time you find yourself waiting, whether it's for a bus or stuck on the tube or in line at the supermarket, somewhere where there's a few people about, go through each person one by one and think about one thing that you like about that person. It can be a material thing or an immaterial thing, from their jacket to their shoes to something that they might be holding, their demeanor or facial expressions. You simply have to find the one thing you like about that person. Now that can be tricky, but you have to pick at least one thing before you can move on to the next person. This is a workout for your kindness, and it can be really tough. Workouts usually are. The idea here is that if you can express kindness about a complete stranger, then you can also express gratitude towards that same person should they ever do something for you. I often think about shop cashiers as an example. Whilst they may be employed to serve customers, they still have free will as people and they don't necessarily have to serve you. As many cashiers these days fill multiple roles, they could be doing something else in the store whilst leaving you waiting to be served. So the fact that the cashier is wanting to serve you is a small kindness to you. They're being respectful not only of your time, but of you as a person. Therefore, it makes sense that kindness is returned to them in the form of gratitude. That can be just as little as a smile, or asking them how their day is going. Taking an honest, polite interest in how someone is doing, to me, is one of the highest forms of gratitude. I think that is because everyone wants to be heard once in a while. We are social animals after all. And just to listen to people's stories, their ups and downs, is one of the many reasons I came to work for Boots Online Doctor and to work in healthcare itself. Some of the best medicine is simply to be heard. Also, expressing gratitude doesn't have to be big, grandiose gestures. Personally, I find that it's the little gestures that are the most meaningful. Whether that's a smile, or a hug, or asking how their day is, and truly listening to the answer or giving a small gift of appreciation. Did you know smiling is infectious? We know from science that smiling makes you feel good, and in turn that feeling of well-being makes you smile more. Smiling releases endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine, making you feel happy and content. It's even a mild painkiller. So even just a smile can not only lift your mood, but the mood of the person you're interacting with. So as Christmas and New Year rapidly approaches, it is often a time of reflection for many. What happened to you in 2023? What was the good? What was the bad? What are you thankful for? And what could you live without? Maybe find a quiet space this festive season to think about gratitude as you surround yourself with friends and family 
with gifts and plentiful food. What are you most thankful for in your life? Is it a thing? Is it relationships with others? Is it lots of things or just a few? And how does that make you feel? Try to explore how you truly feel towards those things in your life, especially those things you might have taken for granted, or the things that other people may not have. What are you privileged to have? And ultimately, what makes you happy? For me, I'll be thankful for all of the wonderful new friends I made this year, including my co-host Nira. I'll be thankful for the people that I got to know, but who have sadly passed this year. And I'm grateful for all of the great experiences and places I've been able to go this year. I'll be thankful I can spend time with my family at Christmas, that I'll be able to give them gifts, and that we will all be warm, dry, and safe. Lastly, I will be grateful for my continued good health, because I know that, like everything in life, it too is temporary. So from everyone here at Boots Online Doctor, from Nira and myself, have a great Christmas and a fantastic new year. And remember, wherever you are, live your values, accept yourself, and let go.